Hey guys, this is Derek. And I'm Ivana. <laughs> I need to start. Okay, fine. Hey guys, this is Ivana. And I'm Derek. And this is Till Kingdom Come. This time we can't look at each other because the camera is right there. So last time you guys heard from us, actually this is probably the first video, right? Mm, second podcast. So this will be the second podcast, maybe first video. So last time you guys heard from us in the podcast, we talked about what Till Kingdom Come is. So if you didn't check that out, make sure you check it out in the in the episode before. Yes. Okay. And if you're watching us do this, we're doing a two for one. <laughs> so please enjoy two for one specials. This is either our first or second video. Um, but we wanted to let you know a little bit about our story. Last time we did this, I was only a girlfriend. And now... I'm a fiance. So for those of you listening to the podcast, if you want to see the rock, you need to go on YouTube. That's funny, baby. Plug, 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 plug. And so we want to tell you guys about our testimony yes. because we have found that it gives a lot of people faith the way that we happened. That's and, good. And kind of like what what we've learned from that. It also helps a lot of people die to... To their preferences. Preferences and unspoken expectations unspoken expectations we're talking about that in premarital also premarital is great yes so um we're gonna try to keep this under 15 minutes yes for those so, in the podcast um and the video yes and the video so this is taking a long time yeah because so we're, we're gonna go ahead dead space and start, start now. right now so <laughs> three two one go so <clears throat> so for those of you who don't know who I am and what I've been doing with my life, um, when I first met Ivana, that was about a year and a half ago at the Upper Room, and we knew each other in passing, but I had gotten a strong call by God to move to Puerto Rico and build a nonprofit organization called God Set Me Free Worldwide, and where uh, my move over there was both very difficult, but it was also very fruitful. And we have 22 acres of land in Puerto Rico, specifically with Alaha, that we're going to one day go back as a family and um, really start cultivating the land for a bigger purpose we'll talk about on another vlog. And for me, coming back to the States, um, I saw my return trip as like a business trip. So I came back in April of this year, 2022, and I was marrying a couple in North Carolina. Shout out to Connor and Toof. And um, and from there, I was coming to Dallas to really some, meet some donors and try to establish new connections. And the ministry that Ivana works for. Um, Shout out to Braveheart Ministries. Braveheart. 318. I really wanted uh, Peter Lewis and Braveheart to really come to Puerto Rico. I believe that you know we had been skating around the idea for years and I was like man we can make this happen now and I thought that Ivana would be my way in and to so, Braveheart to in Brave Puerto Heart. Rico not way into anything yes else. and so um why don't you pick up everything until I'm the actually Tuesday I'm I gonna you. turn it a little a little bit around because you started in a different place than I would have yeah. I moved to Dallas last year met to, met Derek at the upper room and I knew he knew he knew God like, I was like, okay, you hear from God, you're very prophetic, cool guy. I was like, yeah, he's, he's a good looking guy, but I wasn't attracted to him. 
in the process of him leaving to Puerto Rico, the Lord started dealing a lot with my preferences for men and like what I wanted in a spouse, what it would look like. And in during that interim time, I was not quote unquote waiting well, where people say like, oh, you know, like just be content and like it'll come. Like I was wailing and travailing, interceding, like asking friends for words. Um, so shout out to you guys that are super patient. I honestly had a really big desire in my heart to be married and to find my husband, but I did not think it would be Derek. So Derek and I actually did not end up on the best of terms simply because we didn't see eye to eye on something, <laughs> which is probably a story for another time because love covers a multitude of sin. Thanks for saying that I sinned. I, <laughs> I touched my own head as well for those in the podcast. Amen. But um, then when I moved over to Donor Relations as Braveheart Ministries, there was a list of people that were given to me. And in order to start forming connection, I looked at the people that I already knew, and lo and behold, Mr. Derek Diaz was on this list. So we reached out to him, actually my admin, shout out to Steph, so it wasn't me, but she reached out to him, got us plugged in for a Zoom coffee, and so we had a Zoom coffee December 11th, or February 11th? February 11th. February 11th of 2022 Mm -hmm. and so he was going to puerto rico i was praying for him as my donor super cool nothing was happening i was actually just like i didn't think i was interested because he was a missionary and i was like he's all right you know like whatever and so we actually when he came back he set up a coffee with braveheart to get them to puerto rico and that's where i come in right so um we went to this place called Magnolia Coffee. So I took him to a place where not a lot of people would think we were on a date if they saw us because that's kind of the culture of a room. Like if you're hanging out with someone alone, you guys are on a date. So I took him there. And yes, guys, he will say it. And so I'll beat him to the punch. I took him to the garden. Shout out to Back to the Garden, Braveheart Ministries. Um, just kidding. But upstairs, there's a garden. And we sat upstairs. And what we had defined to be a 30-minute meeting for... <laughs> like a business meeting ended up being a five hour meeting Mm -hmm. and hour four, this veil lifted. And I, from my perspective, I remember just like I went to, we finally came downstairs. We had been talking for hours about our testimonies. I don't think we ever really talked about Braveheart. I'm sorry, Peter, if you see this, we were actually building relationship though, which was good. (laughs) And I went to the restroom and in the restroom, when I come back out, I see him and I'm like, why do I want to cuddle with Derek? And I was like, oh no, what just happened? What happened to you then? Uh, In the same exact way a veil lifted. And I, I remember it started upstairs for me, like as we were about to finish. So as a very secure man of God, one thing that I truly cherish about Ivana is that when I first met her, like, she wasn't afraid to gaze. To, like, stare at me so yes. people can see. Look at me. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's some things, guys, if you're listening in the podcast. You're going you to want to watch it on the video. video this one. But um, I remember speaking to her for maybe about 15 to 20 seconds, and I just locked eyes with her for those 15 to 20 seconds, and she didn't move. Like, her eyes didn't, like start flickering around she didn't make no weird eye motions (laughs) she didn't look away like because you can tell that there was confidence and security in her like as we were speaking like you know i don't know what was going through your head but i was like this is a little bit too long to be comfortable but i'm not intimidated yeah 
And so it almost felt like a game, but it was kind of cool. Like, who's going to stare the longest? For me, that's, to our relationship. that's when the veil lifted. And I was like, oh, she's a lot more powerful. She's a lot more than meets the eye. And Because what was your first thought of me when you first saw me? Oh, I thought she was attractive, but I was like, she's just every other upper room girl. Guys, um, please forgive him. Forgive we plead me. the blood. Your sins are forgiven. Forgive me any upper rumors that that feel looped into that, you know. I felt triggered by being grouped. Yes. And and I had always been a goer. So, you know, to her point, I would say that I was waiting well, but I could say that I was also waiting with a lot of um, pessimism. And so... Like, I did not know how to be optimistic about my weight, but I wasn't doing what she was doing. Like, I, wasn't, I was. I wasn't. I was also going on dates. Also, for those of you that are like, I can't go on a date unless he's my husband. You can go grab coffee with a friend that has asked you there and go as a friend and get to know them. And like, honestly, you'll see what you want and don't want. And I think the power of our testimony is that each of us have very different views about all of it, which means Everything. that there is no one way. Like I didn't date, I didn't, I didn't go on coffee with anybody. Like there was just like, for me, it was, I'm going, yeah, I'm going and that's it, you know? And so, um, as we're about to leave Magnolia, like after five hours, I start driving down to Houston. Wait, but there was a moment on the couch at Magnolia. Don't skip that. So I sat and like in this couch, I leaned back like this because I was tired. I'm putting the mic up to my mouth. So for those (laughs) of you that are watching us on video and I like turned and he did the same exact thing. And I was like, why is he mimicking what I'm doing? Was that a moment for you? That sounded really cute the way you just said that. Um, I can't tell you (laughs) if it was or wasn't. (laughs) I can't tell okay, you. If you it were was driving to Houston. I could just then. tell. I could tell you that that was sweet. Okay. Like that, we looked at each other and smiled, and <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you were driving to Houston. Driving to Houston, and I get to Houston for a bachelor party, and I walk into the bachelor party. We're at Top Golf, and I'm looking at this group of men, and only one of them I really know, Ryan, and I'm like, I think I just met my wife. Dun dun dun. And I'm confused. That's like 10 hours after we met for coffee. Yeah. I'm confused because I'm like, this is not it. Like, it's Ivana. It's Derek. It's Upper Room. It's Dallas. It's nothing that I thought. And my first initial reaction was, crap. (laughs) I have to stay. And that was one of the questions that she asked me. So we'll rewind. During our meeting, I felt from the Lord to ask him, I was like, Derek. And I told him, I was like, don't give me the supernatural, like super spiritual prophet, apostle, Derek answer. I want to know what you would do if the Lord asked you to stay for a year. No clue why I was asking him this. And he was very vulnerable with me and I really appreciate it. But he's like, I would feel like I failed, like I didn't hear God. And so obviously at that point, a truth bombed him. But in his heart, he felt that pursuing me meant that he had to stay in Dallas. For me, us being together, which my mind hadn't gone that far because I was like, this is cool, but like nothing's really happening. And then I would have to leave to Puerto Rico. Yeah. And so 
to skip over details for everybody, um, the next few days were constant talking and texting. Super cute. It was cute. Yes. Very fun. I think we'll do another video on just like some of the details that made it really beautiful for me. Um, but the first week was fun for me, difficult for Ivana. Oh my gosh. It was so hard for me, but it was everything I had prayed for. So by day three, um, (laughs) so it was the night before my birthday, Derek and I went to Kava and which is a, like a Mediterranean Chipotle sponsor us Kava. We eat there a lot. Um, and as we went there, I had a, a word of knowledge for the cashier and he had a word of knowledge for the person that came after. And so the presence of God came to Kava. Everybody came out. We started praying for people like for healing and salvation. And we're both looking at each other, like in the middle of it, like, is this really happening? So we sit down at this little table in Kava night before my birthday. We're skipping a lot of things, but we sat there and I'm like, okay, obviously this isn't normal. Like this doesn't happen to me with other people that way. Um, what is this? And Derek very boldly lays it out. Yes. He says, I like you. (laughs) This is obviously from God. You're going to be my wife. We're going to move to Puerto Rico. You're going to be a fully funded missionary. We're going to be married before the end of the year. And I freaked out because I wasn't ready for any of that. Like in my mind, I'm like, Lord, you brought me to Dallas. I'm going to marry somebody at Upper Room. I'm going to have Upper Room babies. We're going to be planted here. I'm going to be in person with a brave heart forever. Like amazing. Everything's working out. But the Lord had told me so many times, like he just knew what I needed. He told me he was a good matchmaker and that I didn't need what I wanted. That I had to actually lay it down. And so also by the time Derek came around, I had opened up my heart to a missionary, to someone with Derek's testimony, not necessarily the same, but because people had come into my life that I sat with the Lord and I was like, would I be with a missionary or would I be with someone that's been like previously married? Um, And so I sat there with that and eventually I was like, I think I could. So by the time he came, the Lord had really prepared my heart for him. But I started freaking out. I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to move. I started feeling a lot of fear. Like, is this the Lord? Is this not? But I was having so much fun with him and I wanted to be around him. Like, I knew that. I don't know how much we're going to tell of this because I feel like this is like a three-parter. But this is how it started. Yeah, this is definitely how it started. And so pretty much the Lord had opened up my heart. I felt ready to date um, and to meet my mate. (laughs) But also about a week before he came into my life, I was watching a movie with one of my really close friends, Caitlin, and we're like talking about marriage and I'm like telling her how frustrated I am because I'm 31 and I'm not married and like what's happening. And she throws up this like prayer and she's like, father, just bring her husband. And she had so much faith because she had a dream about me getting married, but there was nothing on the horizon, guys. Like, although I had been on dates, I was like, this is, this is not for me. Like, where is he? And it took the Lord lifting a veil. (laughs) And so since then... (laughs) Um, I actually had to die to a dream that I had that I thought I knew what my husband would look like, um, because I started comparing it to Derek and then Derek prayed this crazy prayer and he was like, you know what? I'm going out of town. So if it is your husband, then I pray that the Lord brings him while I'm gone. And I started bawling and I was like, you're the most like selfless guy I know. You're so godly. How could I be so dumb? And I cried and 
he cried and we actually thought we were going to part ways about two weeks in. He went on a trip and for those next like two days, I went through serious deliverance, like finding freedom from a lot of things from my past. So side note, I got saved from a toxic narcissistic relationship. And since then, although I've dated, I never had someone that actively pursued me like Christ, like a lion. And that's one of the things I had prayed for. So I said, Lord, I want someone that will look at me and choose me. Someone that'll look at me and be like, that's my wife. And I got it, guys. Careful what you pray, though. And so from those two days, after we had parted ways, um, I actually noticed how much I wanted to be with him. I was like, I don't care who this, like, I, like what this guy looks like in my dream. I want to be with Derek. Oh, the chin strap. The what? The chin strap. He said the chin strap. Um, and so I had consciously made a decision to hold my hand. Just hold my hand. I had consciously made a decision that I wanted to be with him. Like, I didn't want to be with anybody else. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We can't get comfortable. And I had made a decision I wanted to be with him. At that point, he was actually in Kansas doing the flood, like, in a different part of Kansas. And I was going to Kansas, Missouri for the send. And I remember driving up and encountering the Lord's goodness and the fact that the Lord wasn't teasing me, that he was actually giving me something good. And I felt a lot of, like, faith and like I just wanted to be with him and so we were going to the send and he was being so patient with me guys while I was like yeah like all these was, nasty things were coming up like I was doing a men's retreat the weekend before and then we were leading an entire team of people to Wichita Kansas um, to really host a week of missions and she really just needed to be alone with the Lord during that time she needed to know that she heard from him and that she would know what she wanted because really the beginning week of our friendship getting to know each other like i got all the confirmations i needed like she 85 got confirmations but i didn't get them for a reason because she asked not to get them not not in the moment before i we got together i remember praying and i was like lord i don't want you to tell me who my husband is that's too much pressure you tell him and i'll let him pursue Ladies, careful with that prayer because the Lord will hold you to it. I didn't get a word from the Lord until two months later when he was finally like, Ivana, you're a daughter. If you want to, you can marry Derek, but I'm jumping forward. Anyways, before I got the word, I was asking people. I couldn't get an answer. Like people were like, oh, he's just asking you to rest. Like, um, and I wanted a word from the Lord, but the Lord said, you know, my voice Stop seeking for a word that's divination. So that was painful. Hmm. But so, he got a bunch of confirmations. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know my testimony, which I'll cover very briefly, I was previously married before. Um, my ex-wife had an affair with my co-pastor, and it really sent me on a really hard journey of exploring the falsities of North American Christianity and then experiencing the true living God. And from that encounter, I was walking out um, singleness and purity and just trying to figure out my life with the Lord. And so for Ivana to come in at such a pivotal time of my life where God was giving me a lot of opportunity and blessing me in a way that I had never seen before. Um, in the beginning when she was really unsure, it was very easy for me to really lay on a cross and die because I had already had the confidence that 
he'd already been giving me so many good things. Why wouldn't he give me this? And so we went through that really hard week. I mean, I really had to focus on the trip, but I did my best to really give her time. And then when we met each other at the send, that was May 14th of 2022. Um, I was uh, joking with her. She calls it a lie, but I wasn't sure if I was going to make it to the send because I was uh, feeling under the weather and I was really better, but I really wanted to let her know I wasn't coming. So I kept telling her I wasn't coming. He lied. So then I could surprise her at the send. She had met my whole team and then I showed up and asked her to be my girlfriend that day. And um, I think for the sake of time, we're going to cut the story here because then this is where it starts to take a turn where <laughs> I uh, start to experience a lot of the trauma that I had not dealt with from my previous relationship. And I believe we'll get to like really focus in on how like how Ivana saw me during the timeline that she was experiencing her stuff and then how she's been with me while I've been experiencing this stuff. And then we'll get to the the most recent piece of our relationship, which is recently fiancés. So. Um, and so we'll leave it here, guys. We love you. Make sure to tune in for part two of our testimony. Hopefully we'll just make it a part two and not a part three. Amen. We love you. We love you. Till, Till kingdom, kingdom come. come.